the winner to organize the 2022 FIFA World Cup is Qatar. <laughs> Welcome to Chicanery. I'm Ed Gidry, and as always, I'm here with my F1 Sherpa, Andrew Zeke Gutu. Zeke, the We Race is One crowd and the Sustainability crowd all got together this weekend and went out to the world's largest exporter of liquefied natural gas, the world's largest emitter of greenhouse gases per capita, and uh, also a country that bans homosexuality, subject to five years in prison. Uh, we Race is One. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah we race as one guitar uh yeah it was uh quite an interesting uh race weekend uh as we said before we continued our our dictatorship tour we're now the uh, desert in the middle now East. we're onto the desert dictators yeah absolutely we're uh we're uh foregoing uh any uh sense of human rights and we're continuing with the we race as one motto yeah so today we're going to cover uh lewis's race that seemed to be on a different planet than everybody else uh max doing a really great job to sort of limit the damage of some pre-race situations that happen uh botas getting curbed out uh retiring the car and we're going to talk about the fantastic fernando alonso making it back to a podium um for the first time since 2014 so zeke uh let's just get your overall race highlights first i know that lewis is going to play an important part in that what did you think well, obviously, he was head and shoulders above everybody uh, once again for a second uh, race in a row since Brazil. You could tell during qualifying that nothing was going to stop him this weekend, and, and Red Bull had no answer. Uh, obviously, the only thing that was really stopping people today was uh, DRS in, uh, in the, the, the start-finish straight and uh, the curbs. Yeah, and that one DRS zone seemed to sort of limit. I mean, I know that the track naturally sort of appeared to limit overtakes. Even mm -hmm. though there were there were a good bit today, honestly, there were more than I thought. But the one DRS zone kind of, I think, probably even further limited it. Yeah, and it was all everything was on the start finish straight. I think the only person who overtook outside of that area that I really saw was Checo. He, I think, he overtook someone in like turn six or turn four. Ocon was it? Ocon? I, yeah, it might have been. Yeah, that battle actually, that was went a, through a few. Yeah, was... yeah, it went through a few uh, uh, turns. Yeah, and I think he had a couple before that. But yeah, it was. Uh, it's it's a terrible track, man. I mean, this this is these, this is one of those tracks that when my friends want to get an F one, I tell them not to watch this race. You know, <laughs> yeah. I told we, I had a friend text me that was he was about to watch the race. I was like, dude, this is gonna suck, but okay. Yeah, and like we've we we've had such a good streak of great tracks lately, so it it kind of sucks that we came back to one of these you know cookie cutter, not designed for F one vehicle type tracks. You know, mm -hmm. and, and the the racing reflected that. I mean, you know, kudos to Alonzo and and Max for a great start, but the race was just terrible and the racing was awful. Yeah, and I think, dude, you know what drives me crazy is like every if you if you you know if you're in motorsports like online, you just see people. I mean, everyone agrees that F one is like the pinnacle of motor racing. So why the fuck is the pinnacle sport? taking a motor a motor track motocross track like why are they the ones having to you know reconfigure themselves they should be mandating that a country like qatar just build a brand new fucking track it's not like they yeah. don't have the money and if this was going to be a substitute track you know because obviously they're going to move to the street circuit later uh in 2023 as brundle was talking about oh today. they are i missed that yeah. okay that's fantastic that's a lot better yeah of a and they're taking okay. a year off next year for the world cup 
so okay we won't we won't have to deal with Qatar until 2023 again but this was just kind of an embarrassment especially when you have all these great tracks that aren't used you know like Germany which definitely could have been a contender I don't know Mm -hmm. if there's some COVID protocol bullshit that they couldn't get past but nonetheless I mean Qatar just threw money at the problem you know that's that's kind of kind of what they do with everything i think exactly i mean you got david beckham and george lucas there they're not there because they're vacationing there they're they're there because their their money is there you know yeah yeah i was a little happy to see bex in the uh in the mclaren uh paddock uh yeah that was kind of a cool thing i didn't know he was a mclaren fan i, I maybe that's something that's widely known i didn't know that yeah, hopefully he never goes again because they have fucking terrible luck when he's there. God. I mean, oh, is that true? I, I mean, I know they put they they had yeah. a bad race. I mean, well, today, Danny I... had an awful race, and mm-hmm. then Lando had a you know a terrible race, especially with that puncture that came up for him. That they were the only ones that really caught it before it became a problem today of the, of the four drivers. I think that had the the uh, the punctures, but it just I was like, Bex, don't don't ever show up again, buddy. <laughs> you take you that pretty him. face, yeah, take that pretty face and get the fuck out of here. I love that he wears like suits. He has like neck tattoos. It's just funny. It always looks funny. Yeah. It's like he just doesn't care. It's a, it's amazing. I um, remember when I was young and I was like, man, what's Alan Iverson gonna look like when he's fifty? You know, <laughs> not David Beckham. Yeah, he looks fantastic. Yeah, at exactly. But I mean, you see all these dudes tatted up, and now you see him at like forty five, fifty. You're like, oh yeah, it's kind of, it's not really aging well. Oh well, I hope it does on me. I mean, I don't yeah. have the. Uh, yeah, you're I'm not. See, I'm getting so fat that I think it'll be, uh, it'll, it'll still look fine, you know, stretch Post out a little mount bit. with yeah. your face tattoos and fucking all that. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's talk about. I, I wanted to to talk about the some of the pre race antics, and I will call them antics because the FIA has shown themselves to be a bit of a blunderer the last two mm-hmm. races. Um, at uh, in the last stretch of, I think it was in Q3, right? There was a there was a Marshall waving two yellow flags. Yes, and I don't remember who was the driver that had gotten into some kind of bullshit. Was it Pierre Gasly? Maybe it was Gasly with mm-hmm. the Galaxy brain move to get his, you know, to remove his front wing so he could end up qualifying, you know, P2. Is <laughs> it was it obviously there were some issues on with the onboard dash not showing right. the double yellows supposedly, and there was. You know some back and forth about that, and everybody well, we was should looking have a view at the of onboards. That. that should be yeah. a video that we have. Well, they they saw the onboards. I think the the I mean Max, yeah, Max didn't lift, but he also had a single yellow, and he didn't improve his lap time, so it screwed him in the end. He should be penalized. Penalized. That's that's hundred percent correct. Bottas as well. But then you have signs here, who <laughs> Ferrari literally passed. Yeah, who passed? Yeah, the Ferrari IA passes Gasly and then lifts after he passes him, you know, and that, you know, obviously the FI is saying they have some other telemetry that shows that he lifted, but everybody's seen the onboard. He doesn't fucking lift. Uh-huh. Ferrari gets no penalties. It didn't really help him much. You know, they had a bad race today as well. Not as yeah. bad as McLaren, you know, which is good for them. They but... didn't have the bad luck. They exactly. had bad races. Yeah, they just had a bad race. Well, they had the bad chassis with um, mm-hmm. That's that right. they had to replace. That was a there, but how come that isn't a pit lane start? I get, you know, I mean, that's a whole nother thing. If you change a spec part for the same spec, they say it's not a pit lane start, but it's your fucking chassis. So, I mean, obviously there's some little, uh, you know, backdoor meetings that, uh, uh, closed door meetings, excuse me. There might be backdoor meetings as well, but <laughs> there are some closed door meetings. Some of these guys look like they're having, ba- you can't do backdoor meetings in uh, Qatar, bro. That's illegal. You'll go but to you know, I, or... I guarantee if you look at their Pornhub traffic, it's probably all gay porn. <laughs> I guarantee sure. it. I don't <laughs> want to see their foreign home traffic. Oh, I I guarantee you it's definitely some it's definitely some shit that's illegal in their country. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> I mean, like 
I was just checking to see if you could drink booze at the track. Apparently, that's okay. But they're they're, they're softening their booze laws. They don't have like they're not. I mean, it is legal there, but you have to like buy it at a hotel or something, which I guess yeah. is similar to Dubai. I yeah, exactly. That's totally what it is, and they're trying to be. And Doha is a beautiful city, just like Dubai is as well. But mm-hmm. uh, when I was I was trying to do a little research on Qatar this uh, Qatar. this weekend, just just so I was familiar, and, and I was right about how terrible they are with human rights. And one of the first <laughs> things that popped up is twenty things that could get you arrested in Qatar. <laughs> I think I and saw that blog. It yeah. was like talking to women. You know, oh, it's like just talking was, to them. That can't yeah, be just true because they're well. Uh, then they weren't enforcing that law in, in the in the stadium because I saw a I, bunch I, of scantily clad very attractive women talking to men next to them at the uh in the in the stands well that's what it you know it's like every there's non-holy ground in in these areas you know where it's like oh you can drink in the hotel but you can't drink anywhere else but you mm. know it's like wherever the money is you can drink mm-hmm. you know my my buddies did mission impossible uh, what was it for and they yeah, were shooting the ghost protocol right was that the yeah one? i think it was yeah. yeah i think it was ghost protocol and then you know they were shooting in dubai you know in the burj khalifa and, you know, I'm not going to name any names of who they were going out with, but it was royalty mm-hmm. from the area. He said all of them took off their, you know, their garb, got into nice Gucci suits, you know, got all dappered up, took off the headdress, you know, and just partying, getting wasted, doing drugs, hooking up yeah. with 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 hookers. So, I mean, it's yeah. like it's there. It's all bullshit. It's all for show. Yet, you know, they literally will kill it's you. It's a dumb show. It's such a dumb show. I don't yeah, know why exactly. they put on the show. They look like idiots. Yeah. Um, just yeah. Just don't, don't <laughs> lie about it like we do. Just fucking do it out in front. Yeah. Out, out front. We're drinking public. right now. It's fucking ten thirty in the morning where I am. Okay. Fuck you. People. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, look, look. I want to talk about Botas's uh, gambit. Um, you yeah. know, he he was driving pretty hard in the middle of the race, and uh, I think earlier in the race it was I think it was Bono. It sounded like Bono, not Toto, but um, yeah, uh, he was basically like. You know, overtake yeah. the cars that are in front yeah. of you, man. Like, what are you, you have this. You must pass them. Push, 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 push. And the, yes. and he got a he got a. Valtteri, uh, it's James. Good job. He got he got one of those too. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden, fucking his tire goes out. So, and they boxed the car. I was actually surprised, unless there was some serious damage that happened on the floor of the car or something when he was driving around on that puncture, which you know actually was. was all- I, I honestly think that they when they saw Max's fastest lap at like one twenty four or whatever, they're like, fuck it. <laughs> like let's just not even Yeah, we I can't don't do think it. Valtteri was going out there and putting down a one twenty four. It's like save the tires for Lewis. <laughs> it's cheaper. Yeah, for sure. I could definitely hear that. It was I mean, it's terrible though, which you know, and it kind of set off the uh the entire uh, domino effect of all the other tires getting punctured. There was like a point in the race where there was like three tires punctured like within laps of each other that's what made dude that's actually what made me wonder if the wear and tear was actually if if it was creating a weakness in the tire because it did seem like it all happened at the same time you know what i mean you know they brought they They brought the hardest compounds to this race you know they Uh so they expected higher tire deg but obviously those curbs no matter yeah the tire wear definitely played a part in it Mm mm-hmm but those curbs, especially as you start losing grip on those tires later in their life, I mean, 30 laps on a hard or 30 laps on a medium should not puncture a tire, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, those curbs I, are intense. They're, they're, they're I super think they're borderline ridiculous. Yeah. It, well, you know, it's a MotoGP track yeah, and it's, yeah. it's not designed for this. And like you, you have to ride those curbs because they launch you out of those turns, basically. So it's, you know, a game of millimeters in some cases. And 
Obviously, well, that, look, the up. fact that, that that we don't have to go back there, and then in 2023, it's it's Street Circuit. circuit. Then, yeah, know, we don't even need to waste any more time talking about it because fuck it, it's over. I didn't. Yeah, I, I mean, the, 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 ang- the angles were terrible. The direction was terrible. There was like you couldn't get a sense of speed from the cars. Really, like yeah, it, it was, was really hard to see how fast people were going unless you were like getting that static shot where you were panicking. Yeah, which you don't get because yeah. they got to zoom in on the fucking sponsors on every car. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's just like it, it. It the whole it's this like reminds me of like. Like why people don't like are bored with F1. This track is like the main culprit and that kind of stuff. This this is the type of track that does that, you know? Yeah, I mean, if if you look at the background, it's just like there's no frame of even all of the tracks that are kind of. I mean, they're all rural to a degree because you know it's expensive real estate. But this just like with the empty desert in the background, just look, it made everything. There was like no perspective. You couldn't figure out how fast shit was going. You know. Yes. Uh, except you know problem. the what the, the, the i'll take the one positive you know okay. not to shit on guitar completely but this is the only way i won't shit on guitar is saying that the cars just look so beautiful under the lights oh they do they, it looks they, great they, shiny. it looks yeah, yeah. they're shiny like, you can tell them like apart a fresh even fire better. truck exactly yeah exactly it's like just guys, coming i don't know why the... they wash fire trucks every fucking day but they do and they always look great <laughs> it's for our viewing pleasure <laughs> um it's uh you know, it, yeah, the, the you could tell like the liveries look good. You know, it's like when you when you wash your car. You know, they say it gives you twenty extra horsepower. Yeah, I washed <laughs> my car yesterday. It's my truck, as a matter of fact. It's my truck. My truck. My truck. Down here, down here in New Orleans, you gotta have a truck yeah. because otherwise you're gonna flood your ass. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's not like not like guitar. Got that. Um, so yeah, let's no talk about there. our boy Fernando Alonso. <laughs> El plan. Um, yeah. It was pretty fantastic to see him back up on a podium again. Uh, this is the first podium for Alpine since Hungary, I think, this year when Ocon won, right? Didn't he win? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When he had that that weird, crazy race, that was the turn one incident where like four cars got taken out, and then Danny almost took mm-hmm. over P one, and then his race was ruined. And you know, credit to to Ocon that time, he did have a, a great race after they managed it well. But today, today was not Ocon's day. Yes, I was super fucking pumped. You know, Alonzo got bumped up with those grid penalties, and he had an amazing start. Him, Max, and and Lewis had amazing starts off the yeah. line today. And he just fucking, he pulled out an Alonzo performance, man. He came in so hard in, like, turn three. He almost cut, uh, who was it? I believe it was Max. Yeah, put mm-hmm. Max in the Yeah, yeah, put when Max he put Max out, track. yeah. And that was that was pretty sketchy, but that's how Alonzo drives. But that's how Max drives as well. But he you know. also had a really great. He ended up getting overtaken by Checo for a period, and he had one of those like Max, like <laughs> you know, uh, the old the old uh, understeer, but not really kind of thing, where he like drove him out. Oh yeah, and and that it was exactly like turn yeah, four in Interlagos, and it was like yeah, no penalty. Hey, I'm fine yeah. with no penalties on that kind of situation. Yeah. It was yeah. it was it was cute, and then he ended up getting past them eventually. Anyway, when Checo had that 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 yeah. It wasn't a disastrous pit, but I think the, the strategy move sort of this, killed yeah. him. The, you know, that was Bell Esteban to defend like a lion. <laughs> yeah, I was I was like, yes, there's Fernando right there when he said that. And of course, I mean, Esteban couldn't defend against Perez, but still. But look, not, he made a valiant was, effort. I thought it, that it, it was actually great wheel to wheel racing. Yeah. Yes. But he came like, back like when, when so when, you know, I think didn't Sergio have him with the with the DRS for a second and then. That's when he caught him, and then he kind of passed him in the first turn that he had after the DRS zone. Yeah, he and went then, on that dirty side of the outside of yeah. the track, I think, which and then, was screwing yeah, when he people went on over the dirty side. Race. That's when Ocon came mm-hmm. back and made a valiant effort to try to overtake him. Again. Yeah, it was great. 
not to take anything away from Esteban, but he's like, tell him to defend like a lion. And then all of a sudden you see Perez passing him the next lap. I mean, that, that's also like the, you know, speaking of what you said, uh, you know, that that's the strategy that they had for Checo was, was terrible. Obviously like terrible qualifying for Checo. He qualified 11th mm-hmm. uh, or 10th. Yeah. 11th. And uh, you know, for him to like have these shitty qualities all year and then have amazing races. Cause, Perez probably had the most overtakes of anybody in the race, I'd think. Yeah. And, and he overtook and, several people more than once. <laughs> exactly. And that was the whole thing is like the two stop. And he even said it on the radio. He's like, why are you guys bringing me in? You know, he should have stayed the king out of tires. There. Exactly. Him and Alonzo know how to manage tires. So it would have been a great battle. And I think Red Bull fucked themselves in that decision. But it's also funny, you know, that, that, uh, you know, Max like had a three stop finish second. You know, that's how, that's how, that's how out of like, every, it yeah. was really like these guys were indifferent. I yeah. think what's so crazy is that Max actually had a fantastic race and he just wasn't even close to Lewis. I think what was it six and a half seconds by the end of the race? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think it was even more than I think it was seven or something. But still, God. I mean, it was there. You know, that 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 Mercedes is unbelievable and Lewis is unbelievable right now, and Max is just a little tiny tier below him. Mm-hmm. You know, but more, I mean, just but huge props, like you said, to Alonzo, man, that that's fucking awesome. I like his first uh, his first podium in like seven years. And, you know, and he's been in such terrible cars during that time. Yeah. So he seemed happy. He, he, he didn't oh, seem dude. like he was like he, he didn't give a fuck. Like, he, like, I feel like if Kimmy would get a podium, he would be like, it, I don't care. You yeah. know, like he had, like, but Alonzo was genuinely happy. He likes this. He loves racing. Yeah, so I mean, this is you know once again he's on. I think this is like ninety eighth podium or something like that. I mean, the guy's world champion. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's an amazing driver, and he's just been in shitty cars. He had a bad bad stint with Ferrari. They screwed him, which they do with every driver. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're gonna they're gonna screw Leclerc and Sainz. Oh, Leclerc! I think Leclerc is definitely on his way out. I, I he's got a he had a uh, four year contract. Changed. I know, but dude, he's. I mean, what is what is the, what are the release clauses in these contracts like? I mean, uh, dude, if you if 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 they were making like twelve million dollars a year, yeah, but I, if they release Leclerc, it'd be a huge mistake. I mean, it's they're not even going to do that. I mean, he would he would like go to Red Bull or something immediately. They'd be like, "Fuck Checo, get him out of here." You know, it's he's such a good driver. It's just it's Ferrari, man. They have terrible strategy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They, you know, the car has been underperforming for the past like four years, you know, three years. They got busted for a fuel injection thing that screwed them with Vettel. Mm-hmm. You know, Kimmy left unceremoniously. Uh, Seb left unceremoniously. And eventually signs and Leclerc are going to leave unceremoniously. That's now, the reason that I have a problem with Ferraris because, you know, yeah, their, their ties with the FIA and, you know, just the bullshit they do to their drivers. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe if they weren't lifted up so often, they'd actually hit develop better strategy but they seem to kind of get bailed out frequently we got that heritage but, money baby yeah Woo! dude it's like 90 million a year <laughs> exactly yeah um, it's ridiculous what is the like here's the thing uh, it, I, I heard that uh, so Bonotto the clown had been absent from the last two races which i didn't even realize when we were watching but second to that he apparently has just been like spending the last four weeks working on the 2022 car which i thought was interesting um yeah you know it seems like they're like look we got third locked up mclaren is in the shit about you know they're they're totally mm-hmm. in the trash right now um i wouldn't be surprised to see both of these teams seem seemingly like focusing all their energy but both me being ferrari and mclaren focusing all their energy on next year yeah uh i mean but like we we've spoken about before he's he's on the engineering side of, of racing mm-hmm. so 
like there's some great pictures of him when he was like 28 30 when schumacher was there he was one of the uh the lead mechanics or the lead you know yeah. he was in so, but he's got he didn't have an afro he didn't have his you know stylish italian glasses yet uh-huh. so you know he was just this little nerd but he's super tall but, i mean he's just this nerd who's sitting there you know and yeah. he's, he's a car dude you know that's that's like adrian newey you know for mm-hmm. red bull, for red bull he's, yeah. he's he's that kind of guy you wouldn't want him on you wouldn't want him you know doing strategy or, or you know lead race engineer or whatever you want him behind the scenes working on the car far away from the track so he doesn't fuck things up like last season you know which yeah was well I mean, that's what he was doing so maybe maybe there's a there's a future for ferrari i think that look i don't know what kind of if if, if leclerc is having any kind of engine problems or not but it does seem like of late that carlos Sainz is the better driver of the two yeah, he's he's right been performing. Now. Yeah, he's got a point streak as well. I think the longest in F one. He got points today. Jesus, I'd like you know. Once again, we're recording right after the race. Yeah. But I think he got like eighth or ninth. I don't know if the so top. I, I'm looking at the driver stats right now. The, the the overall points standings, like not the not the uh, the points awarded today, but Leclerc's at 152 in sixth place, and Science is at 145.5. So yeah i mean that could flip <laughs> if you yeah know, one, one or two one, two more races that could be that could be flipped yeah uh, but Lando's also watch at 153 yeah. yeah but also watch ferrari be like we're gonna favor leclerc so you know he's the number one driver in the team so mm-hmm. they will they will sabotage signs and ferrari will always do shit like that they are i'm telling you always watch out for him never turn your back on ferrari <laughs> that's true of a lot of italians that i know uh, yes. No, I'm kidding. They're some of my best friends are Italians. There's yeah, they're great. About our culture that is very connected. I live, I live in Chicago, man. You can't say that. I might be in trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, I, yeah. I heard something you said about me the other day, and uh, yeah, yeah, a, a couple, two, three things you said on your your podcast. A couple, two, three things. <laughs> yeah, the two the, utes on your podcast. Um, so I also want to talk about really um, a terrible race for Pierre Gasly because of the FIA moves was starting what was he P2 P2 yeah, was P2 is on yeah. the wrong side of the grid highest though, highest uh, start for a frenchman in quite some time right um uh but he just shit the bed completely shit the bed today and i don't yeah. think it was from i i think he just really did not drive well today i don't think it was like engine problems or or uh yeah or bad tire start. strategy issues it yeah, seemed bad. like he just kind of got caught he got he had bad start and then i don't think his his team strategy helped him they pitted early they were, they, you know, they they signaled to everyone they were doing the pit stop way before anybody showed their hand. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I, it was. What did you, you know, think also, about Checo passing him? I'm curious about that because it seemed like it was kind of like a half ass attempt to go wide. I mean, try. I mean, Checo was Checo was great on the overtakes today. I, you could just see that it was it was kind of a. Uh, is that when he moved late? Yeah. yeah he, no. He, so Gasly went out left, and he was like, it looked almost like he got out of the way. Uh huh. The and they, were, and they were they were the coverage was alluding to the fact that you know there might have been a message cross team message. Thing. Oh <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, yeah I do remember that. Yeah, I do remember that. I mean, they did they discuss it before the race, so there's not a blatant radio call where they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, please, please let uh let, let Checo pass, please. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I mean, it's like no matter what, yeah. He, but Pierre did not drive that well today at all. Who knows? Maybe there's some damage from yesterday or from uh, qualifying. So. You know who knows what happened there, but it was it was a terrible race. I mean, he got he got into P two with those those grid penalties that Max suffered uh, and Valtteri suffered, but um, he was just not good off the line, and you could see it. Like all those other cars were just so much faster off the line. Uh, he got passed up, and then he was kind of like 
in the shit for the rest of the race. Then he was battling for a little bit and then they pitted him too early again. And then he was in 10th last. I saw, you know, he just, Mm -hmm. it was an uneventful race for him. And I feel like, uh, Red Bull and, uh, well, specifically for Checo's strategy and then Alpha Tower for Gasly's strategy. Who care who cares about Sonoda? But you know, it's yeah. like they they screwed them today. I also yeah. I feel I feel like the pit wall screwed them a bit today. Yeah, I think they did. I think they did partly. I just thought that he seemed like a little overwhelmed at some points in the race where he just seemed like he couldn't he couldn't battle back. Like mm-hmm. Checo basically battled back twice, two different times. You know, I mean I think that their pit strategy hurt him, but then he seemed to get back a lot of positions multiple yeah. times whereas I and the like virtual one... the virtual safety car at the end of the, the race kind of screwed everybody who was trying except to fight for another yeah, yeah except for alonzo and, and lewis you know right yeah well actually it i don't did think screw it, lewis. i don't think it made a material difference in lewis's race i think he it did up. well yeah it did screw lewis in the sense of the fastest lap because if max were to pit lewis would have pit and, max they both pit and lewis didn't well lewis didn't pit because he was under the virtual safety car yeah so if he yeah so if lewis pits why would he pit he would lose but, the position to max. oh yeah so no, but i mean do you think lewis would have pitted like let's say there was no safety car at all i don't think i don't think max would have pitted for sure no way. i think i think max would have pitted really uh laps like the second to last lap get a okay. warm-up lap on the tires and then go out for that which could have led to lewis reacting you know because he mm-hmm. was up over a pit stop on him because you know i think he was at like 30 seconds at that point and then so that's um, like a one Haas pit stop. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty crazy. They, uh, who, who had, who had a great, it was, it was actually Valtteri for when they replaced his front wing and his punctured tire. It was yeah, only an 11 quick. second pit stop. I was like, yeah. God damn, that's, that's pretty damn good. Which is why I'm still surprised that, that they, they uh, retired his car. Unless there was just some damage that was like, yo, the car is definitely fucked. You know, let's minimize the damage, you know, from some sensor that they're reading. But I was, I was still shocked that they, that they, you don't think he, that he it was could've... just that they thought they had no chance of at to, with the amount of time left to get fastest lap and, and steal the point away from Max and and that you got to try you got to try you I mean right now it's at know. eight points right now that's a two point swing it would have been sw- six if if Lewis got yeah, you right. know, yeah, fastest been, lap yeah. so you know you know you have two races left you know that eight points is is if if Lewis gets fastest lap and mm-hmm. first next race and and can Max he wrap it up second, with that performance next week that's completely tied. So if oh, Lewis gets fast yeah, okay, lap, finishes first, and Max finishes second, the race is the 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 it going into the last race of the year, it's tied. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, to get these eight points was huge for them. I mean, obviously Red Bull right now, there's some uh there's some time off now with the triple header, which I actually wanted to bring up one thing is that you know, yeah. we've we've had a triple header, you know, in three different countries three different continents you know Mm -hmm. in the past three weeks and you know not a lot of credit goes out to you know the men and women at these teams the logistical guys the guys behind the camera so to speak you know Mm -hmm. that really do put all this shit together i mean you had the uh the problem from getting vehicles and i was about to say the mexico to brazil transport was a nightmare i mean these guys were working in the middle of the night guys and And there was no delay there was no delay. They didn't cancel a practice session. Mm-hmm. They didn't cancel anything. You know, it's like it like kudos to them. I just want to give them props. You know, Edmond and I have worked in production and, you know, Absolutely. we've been in the, the traveling circus and we really know how hard it is to to like to move like logistically that amount of gear, that amount of crew, you know, to different countries. I've shot in three different countries in three weeks, you know, and it's a nightmare. 
You're not sleeping. We have been those sweaty dudes yeah. sitting on those folding chairs. Exactly. Just exhausted. <laughs> Watching don't know the what television f- screen, waiting for us to go, okay, that's a wrap. <laughs> yeah, don't know what, what fucking country you're in at the moment. And also being like, where can I legally drink here? <laughs> I just need to know where I legally Shoot, can have a nights drink. nights and then you like walk into yeah. a bar at 6 a.m. and it's packed. Like, yeah, exactly. Members. It's all the crew. It's yeah. all the fucking crew. <laughs> it's like, but yeah, I just wa- I just wanted to give a shout out. I mean, this like, you shouldn't Absolutely. be doing these things. I think F1 is like in the wrong by doing a triple header in three different continents, you know, and well, not I think just, just like the movie business. They just don't give a fuck about those people. Yeah, they, they, it's just the advertising dollars, you know, yeah. and that's it. Yeah, it's like you got to put asses in the seats. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. eyeballs on the screen. I mean, it's asses. Exactly. Eyeballs on screens. That's all they give a fuck about at this point. Yeah, I just I just wanted to to give them a little crap because this shit it, this shit doesn't just happen automatically. People have to understand how many people are so fucking stressed out who aren't sleeping, who are literally you know are just like beyond exhaustion. Think about Angela. Angela has been on oh call twenty four hours a day for three weeks. That's like four hundred neck massages over three weeks. <laughs> so many like how many water ball uh, water bottle curls has she done yeah. you know like yeah. uh he actually gave her a shout out today on the uh in the post post race interview oh i didn't hear it dude. yeah he was like i just i feel as fit as i've ever been and and you know angie's been helping me with that and you know i just feel just feel fit i feel good man not too bad i was doing my my post race morning constitutional so i missed that <laughs> oh well hey at least you got a constitution over there unlike guitar yeah. Uh, hey, get the zing, zing. <laughs> we so, zing them. Uh, so, look, good for Angela for getting a shout out today. She worked very hard. I know we give her. Yes, shit, that was specifically you know, for here, Angela. But... No one else. That was specifically <laughs> for Angela. Yeah. So, um, let's talk. Who about... is compensated ten times more than any other one of them? <laughs> She's the highest assistant compensation in the world. Yeah. Probably got to be close. You massage know. therapist. She's a massage. Th- she's a physio. They call it physios. Oh yeah, yeah. Earbud right. holder, massage therapist, a dog I mean, walker, scooter, keeper be, of the scooter. Keeper of the scooter. Definitely keeper of the scooter. She does walk the dogs, right? Yeah, I think she does. Walk Roscoe. The dogs. Well, I think there's only one now. Yeah, no, oh, one, one of them died. died. Yeah. Oh. Well, they're fucking bulldogs. Those things live like seven years. Yeah. <laughs> not not well bred animals. Those bulldogs. no, they're not. Um, How could you tell? <laughs> I, I just strictly by look. <laughs> yeah, just I don't know. They just didn't pass the eye test. Yeah, <laughs> and and also the ear test. Yeah, like every exactly. breath they take is like it's like me in the middle of the night, like not me yeah, awake. That's like awake apnea. Yeah, dude, what the fuck? They all need see like every bulldog needs a CPAP machine. Seriously, so do I. <laughs> they should all be so walking around like... with like mobile mobile CPAP <laughs> machines for bulldogs. Like, what if like it just like revolutionized the bulldog? They like became these like svelte dogs. Once they yeah. once they were able to breathe. Well, I mean I that's like a like a like a bull terrier. That's how they used to look. <laughs> oh, God, before they <laughs> until they started. smushed their fucking nose in with cro- with like inbreeding. Yeah, Sorry. what the fuck? They look like a fucking uh, Austro-Hungarian king. Oh. <laughs> uh, Ferdinand? Royal interbreeding. It's a not fake Ferdinand. Word. That'll start World War Three. <laughs> World War One. Well, it'll stop saying, you know, if we have the Habsburgs, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, just continuing had... the lineage of an Austro-Hungarian queen. Let's get a Nazi reference in there, too. Speaking of just Austro-Hungarian for... <laughs> weird kings, um, uh, in general area, general geography, uh, uh, Jose was, uh, I believe, in the uh, in the Red, Red Bull paddock today, and he, yeah. he, he looks like he lost some weight. Yeah, he looks good, man. It might be the stress from another like assault that he had or something like that. But yeah, <laughs> maybe he's gotten he, back to his fighting weight. 
his abuse. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, that was the point. He's like, I didn't hit her hard enough. (laughs) Oh, God. That guy's a mess. Um, Man, I just watched a documentary, though, about um, uh, Frank Williams. And I was... It was hilarious to see all. Mm-hmm. I haven't, you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't have a lot of a back history on this, but um, it was funny to see like Nelson Piquet and they were like talking about Nelson Piquet and like his, they're like, he's a womanizer and all this shit. I'm like, and then he has this daughter who's like a complete smoke show <laughs> flying yeah. around the world. It's just hilarious. Like the he was way that... serving as Jair's uh, Bolsonaro's like personal driver to like, you know, hoity toity events in Brazil. So things are obviously not good in the uh, in the PK uh, financials. Oh, God, I did not know that. That's fucking devastating. He's like grabs Kelly every day. He's like, "Don't you fuck this up with Max? <laughs> we need the money. We need the fucking money, man." First, you tried Bo- with that Russian, and I told you that fucking guy was a loser. Yeah, I fucking I sided with this Bolsonaro guy. They're probably gonna arrest him. I got nothing. Oh, I gotta sell my old bastard. cars. Yeah, yeah, he probably is selling his old cars. But the, yeah, the Frank bet. Williams documentary, I'd highly recommend it. It's it's it's. Uh, I think it's on Amazon Prime. It was good. I couldn't mm. believe how reckless the guy was, like his whole life. Like, yeah, you know. I mean, well, I mean, some say his recklessness uh, got some people killed. Uh, yeah, almost got him killed. Yeah, but I mean, but you know, <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, two people killed, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't want to uh, say it's his fault completely, but you know, who well, knows? I mean, I think it was a different time. Yes, it de- it definitely was. I mean, I mean there's still not like that smoking kind of cigarettes like, in the There's padding. so much more. Fuck yeah, there's so much more fucking. Uh, you know, energy behind safety right now. I think we talked yeah, about it before. Yeah. I don't know if we've talked about it on the pod, but you know, like when we were, I was reading, I was uh, watching that Fangio documentary <laughs> and, uh, and it was like, the truth is, is that like after world war two, people were not giving a fuck that somebody got in a wreck and died. <laughs> they just didn't care. Like they were like, yeah, let, Oh life yeah. Wasn't like my grandson, much. all my grandsons are dead. Like, I don't give a fuck if this yeah. guy got in a car accident going fast. Like, so there was just no premium on safety. There was, yeah, there was no premium on premium on life. It was yeah. like a life was just something like, hey, buddy, I just saw like 10,000 of my best friends get killed in the war. Yeah. Let's go race cars. Right. I'm the one that made it. It's the only you thing know, that makes that... me feel alive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've seen some shit, man. I got to drive fast. So <laughs> the guy ca- caught him fire in front of me. I've seen that a hundred times. Have you ever seen I've a seen German times. Like, Stop, drop, and roll and don't get <laughs> shot while you're rolling. <laughs> I'm just thinking about that um that uh, Sam Mendes movie. What was that about the World War One movie? 1917. Jesus Christ! What a yeah. shit show that was. You think World War Two is bad? I think World War One was worse. Yes, yeah, the Great brutal. War. I mean, yeah, if you do any research, it's it's one of the most brutal wars because it was close close combat and the advent of uh, industrialization of military weapons. Yes. Oh my so, God. So now Fucking we're veering horrible. into. Odd territory, but still, Dunkirk is a much better film than 1917. <laughs> oh, I thought you would think so. I thought you would think so. Yeah, much better film. To, for yeah, for listeners better. out there, Zeke worked uh, on uh, Dunkirk. Uh, he's a a close protege of um, <laughs> Chris Nolan, close personal friend of mine, <laughs> Chicago buddy uh, Chris Nolan, Christopher Nolan. Yeah, um, he's a good buddy. I mean, so, hey Chris, I'll call you later. Yeah, Chris, thanks for listening to the pod. Buddy. Yeah, thanks I for really listening to the pod, it. buddy. Like, Thank it's you. Something that you know yeah. we didn't expect it, but. Yeah, yeah. You get well, I did. About it. Oh, you did? I okay, did. all right. Yeah, I, I gave that man blood, sweat, and tears. So. Those two yeah. films in a row. Yeah, the uh, least he can do is, is listen to my podcast. So, yes, yeah, <laughs> now that we look forward to a week off, I think Danny Ricardo needs it more than anybody else. Um, and we go, <laughs> <laughs> this, this this guy is, like, really struggling. Understood. Right Understood. Okay, Understood. I'll take a break. Okay. Yeah. Um, you got it, mate. <laughs> um, Connor Moore did a fantastic uh Danny Ricardo yeah. like smiling through like him being miserable with his season. That was 
a great skit. I think I sent it to you. The yeah. um, the, the he's actually a mm-hmm. golf comedian, funny enough, but apparently he's also into Formula One. Um, but they're good. They're a good impersonation. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought I thought they were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go to Saudi after a week break. I know a lot of people need a week break, but also. What what can we expect from Saudi Arabia? Is the track even completed? Have you seen it? I have only seen the pictures from four weeks ago, and it did not look good. Uh, no, I mean, it, I don't. I, it's like they said it will be race ready, which means that like it's gonna be <laughs> held together with fucking duct tape and you know and Nepalese and, people and, probably and yeah and Qatari uh, workers. <laughs> they're gonna <laughs> oh they're not gonna be holding the... they're, they're brought from somewhere else. Yes, exactly. But Qatari's workforce. Yeah, let's say it, there let's you say go. It that there way. You go. Uh, and shout out for uh, FIFA being represented at the uh, the World Cup trophy was I there. Saw on that. The, yeah, good I for saw them. That. And you might hit your wagon of that horse. That's always a good. <laughs> it's actually good that they did that because our intro today was was our old friend and I believe current inmate or soon to be inmate in uh, Switzerland, Seb Blatter. You remember Seb mm. Blatter uh, when he yeah. pretended like he had no idea that Qatar was going to win the World Cup? Oh what? <laughs> Wait, what? I'm hey, shocked. What? Oh my god. That okay, all right, we're moving the World Cup to winner. We're gonna do this. We have to, do, you know, it's like every plan was already hatched well before that. It's like absolutely. Dude. How do you guys have all going, the logistics? Is he not plan? in jail already? Do you know? I, I, I don't. Thought... I'm not sure if he's in jail. I'm not. If he's he will be. He's headed there because they definitely yeah. charged him. I just don't know if he got actually found guilty already. But there's no chance he's getting out of this. That he's probably gonna die in jail. I would think. Yeah, FIFA drop one of the Fs. There you go. Then it's the FIA. Well done, guys. <laughs> that is perfect. Yeah, they're very similar organizations. Though, the, tr- though, I think like FIFA kind of just hates everyone that doesn't pay them, whereas the FIA yeah. seems to like people they pay more to, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I I don't think FIFA likes anybody, even if they are yeah. paying them. Oh, they're they're still like, trying well, to. We like them. you today. Like, well, there's a new Super League we want to start. <laughs> Not I the other one. Fucking death. A new one. <laughs> oh, God. I fucking hate that organization so much. Yeah. Yeah, they, um, they suck. So we don't really have much to look forward to in Saudi Arabia. We don't know what to expect. It is going to be a night race, though, right? Uh, I, yeah, I'd imagine. I, I think th- so. I don't know the time, but I would imagine because it'd probably be like 135. They'd have to go through like 20 was... sets of tires if it wasn't exactly, exactly. I mean, uh, they couldn't get off the starting line; they'd be stuck. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, you know, I really have like besides like hearing that it's in shambles and the track is not really ready. I, I really haven't like looked anything up. I've been thinking of more clever names for our next podcast. More so, there's. I'm not looking. I can tell you right now, there's virtually no chance that Arabian Nights is not going to be the song. Yeah, well, I was thinking Return of the Jedi. Wait, what? Return of the Jedi. Who knows? Okay, you know, I've got, my my brain is is it's working. It's turning. Look, it's got the a week off. We've had to we've had to come back with some, we had to do a lot of research in the last three weeks. Um, yeah, actually, it's been a nice little uh, three week go here for us. Oof, we've, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of shit's been going on. So, and I know it. We've said this before. I know it doesn't sound like it at all, but we actually put a lot of work into this. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be it'll be a nice Thanksgiving break. You know. Yeah, like, actually to. Sit down and eat some good food, man. It'll be yes. nice. But yes, this has been fun. It's been a, this this triple header. Like you and I, like we're gonna have to like start, you know, figuring out how to get some more content out during those off weeks. Yeah. Well, I mean, we are gonna. But I just want everybody to know that we are gonna do a winter testing. We might do two winter testing episodes, depending on how much information we can get out of Spain. I heard they're mm-hmm. gonna just try to lock down the Spanish session, like no mm-hmm. media, no nothing. And yeah. Uh, now I don't know if that meant like you know the f1 tv app will have stuff and we can see it if you have a membership or whatever which is a great app by the way get it if you do, if you don't have it already um or they mean they're really going to lock it down and there's going to just be like rumors coming out of there before bahrain 
I think it's the latter. I think it's going to be you and I are going to be Gossip Girl. I'm like, oh, I That's heard okay. that. I uh, like doing that. Oh, yeah. And then I heard this. Oh, and... <laughs> you like, mean we don't have to have a... hard information? We can just fucking wildly speculate? That's what this podcast yeah. is all about, man. Yeah, yeah, actually, we are wild speculators. We are. <laughs> we're, we're definitely that. <laughs> but it seems so stupid to shut... I mean, what are they trying to hide here? Like, you have all these people who are clamoring for... They want to get a look at the 2022 car. What it looks. I like think it's action. protecting the teams. I think it's. I think it's just to protect the teams. Like, see what everybody has. You know, like I. I just think it's more less media is better for those kinds of things. Unless you know, who knows? But I. I think it's more to protect the teams. I believe Christian Horner refers to winter testing as, you know, you pull your pants down and you see what everybody's got. <laughs> exactly. It's a dick. It's a, it's a dick measuring. It literally the yeah. It is literally <laughs> the metaphor he used. It was like everyone pulls their pants down and you just see what kind of penises are out there. The, the uh, English say everything so different from. I know. Us. I know. <laughs> just say dick measuring contest, Christian. I know. We say dick measuring. We just say dick measuring contest and like we, we pull your pants down. <laughs> see what you got, mate. It. Everyone see what gets you got. It. How's your uncle? <laughs> Bob's your uncle. Betty's your aunt. Yeah, they all they have such strange sayings. Um, mm-hmm. well, look, I'm I'm almost more excited. I mean, I I'm very excited about the 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 driver championship race, and it, it really could come down to um, Dubai yeah, the last race. Yeah, but yeah. you know, here, here's something that we we haven't talked about, but and it's probably I mean, it's I'm guessing it's never happened. I haven't seen any evidence that it's happened. Um, but it's not out of the realm of possibility that there could be a tie. Yes, which then goes to polls. I okay. think Paul, okay. I think it, the oh, tiebreaker so is, is tie that polls. Okay. Yeah. So I think Max would win because he's had more polls. Well, actually, I'd have to know. look it's at the numbers now. probably pretty close because Lewis has had polls yeah. like two last three. I think, I think Max has nine and I think Lewis has seven. So if Lewis gets two, that yeah, speculation because yeah. I don't know off the top of my head. But <laughs> We I think, need a week Here's some drama. Those. Here's <laughs> if, if, Max, if Lewis gets the next two polls and he gets, uh, you know, who knows though? I mean, I, I think we're in a realistic scenario where it could come down to tied at the last race. Mm-hmm. And that's where you're going to see some fuckery, man. Like that's where people might start crashing into each other. That's what I was wondering. Kind of Cause shit. I was, I was thinking like, well, if it's, let's just say it's, it's tied going to the last race and then it's DNF, both of them max wins if he's got more polls. And that's the, that's the standard. Yes. If they both DNF. So, yeah. right. I mean, that, that's, that's a, let me tell you something. Yeah, but but Max, then that's also Max could be a Verstappen yeah. with that kind of a, a a calculus in front of him. I don't know. I think he's gonna try to take Lewis out. But then you go, what if he gets a point penalty? Yeah, you know, it's a fucking. So yeah, it's it's, it's you know that's what I'm but... saying is, and we haven't seen this since 2016 with Nico and, mm. and Lewis. But that's the same team, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. So this is this is gonna be quite interesting i mean you know as much as the track sucked today we've had a great season of racing and and it's been the most entertaining year of of f1 in quite some time so uh very excited to see what happens at last race hopefully there's no fuckery and it's just all one on merit but it's fucking f1 so who knows yeah i mean so i wanted to get to something before we wrap up for the day because it's it's a pretty a lot of times we talk about stuff pre-race and it never makes it in because the race has so much interesting shit happening, but that's not really true of Qatar. But um, I think I sent you the clip of Craig Wilson from the FIA who mm-hmm. was in charge of the regulation changes for 2022. And he was going over some of the spec changes. And, um, and I thought, I mean, I was encouraged by what he said. I knew generally some of the things that they were trying to do, which was like limit the dirty air that's coming out of the cars or from around the cars um, and how that would impact people being able to overtake. 
um, he said some interesting things about uh, uh, the the braking systems and like the drivers are basically going to have a lot more responsibility to cool tires next year than they do now. Now they have different modes where the braking systems can get outside cooling, like the you brake know, differential. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so I was fascinated by that. I don't know if you got to see it, but what are your thoughts on on the the rate the way the regulations are going to be implemented next year and how that'll affect overtakes? I mean, they all sound like the land of milk and honey on paper, but I, you know, <laughs> true. To, uh, I just, I, I, I have no clue. And I mean, the dirty air, you could see the dirty air fucking with cars today. Yeah. Valtteri, um, I think had something. Happen. Yeah. There was a, there was a couple times you could see how it was and like, I mean, I, I, I have no clue, obviously speculative, speculative here, mm-hmm. but um, I, I, I mean, in theory, there should be there should be less dirty air and that you, you could follow closer, but it's, I mean, is it 20%, percent, 20% reduction, 20 ish some percent is yeah. what I heard. Yeah. yeah. 24% or something is the last number I heard, but who knows if that keeps changing. Uh-huh. They keep, but they keep on saying that the, the cars are, are, you know, are getting up to speed of this year's cars, you know, in, in their, their tests. I heard, uh, I heard him say it was a little slower, just yeah, I mean, slower, but it's getting but... closer and closer. You know, at first they were like, it's a one and a half second difference. You know, uh-huh. now they're like, Oh, we're, we're within five tenths. You know, so that's, oh, that's okay. So that's not too bad. I mean, it's it's got a DRS needs to happen. It just needs to oh, happen. Oh yeah, I think Alonso said there was no DRS. way that's not gonna yeah. happen. He's and he's right. So I mean, I agree with the world champion as usual. Uh, you know, I I I just I hope it does. I hope it increases the racing. But I mean, you just see tracks like this. There's only one turn you can really oh, overtake. Oh yeah, I don't think yeah, I don't think it would make a huge difference at, the, at a track like this. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, and there's a lot of other tracks. You know, if they go back to China, China sucks. You know, I'm not a big fan of that track as well. Isn't China just dirty air though? <laughs> yeah. It's, that's it's double dirty air. Ever, it's, it's just dirty air. air. Yeah, it's just double dirty air. The the, the rear wings are nice. So I mean, it's like. <laughs> Uh, and who knows? I, obviously, I hope I hope it does. You know, do something for the racing. But knowing how things go and and R and D works in the sport, it's probably going to make a wider gap to start the season. You know, yeah, between and, the, the and top thing teams. Wilson and then... said was that he was like, the tires are different. They're they're going to be difficult for drivers to pick up. But he's like, like all train changes, like people pick yeah. it up fast and some people don't it's gonna take them four races and they're it the could... fucking pros but i'm just yeah. more more in terms of the car gap yeah. like even if like the drivers figure out how to drive their car i think that you know merc and red bull are just going to be far and ahead of everybody else to start and i think it's going to put such a huge gap and then you know obviously if max crashes or this happens mm-hmm. then you know somebody can get a huge lead but we've also seen you know it goes back and forth this whole this whole season so you know who knows who knows yeah well, look, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we, we, we're we going to debate whether or not to have a, a, a week off podcast um, episode where we preview Saudi Arabia. We may not do that. Um, it doesn't seem like people like those as much as our race recap uh, episodes. But anyway, thanks for listening. And no matter what, we'll be back for Saudi Arabia. And, uh, and we'll see you then. Thanks. All right. Go Bears. Go Bears. Go Bears.